everybody and welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Star Junkies and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming. And we are going to jump right into it and I will throw this over to Paul. Oh, I thank you. Um, well, my theme this week is family. It's all about family. <laughs> so my first film, you know, we're going to be doing some driving, driving on the road. Yep, we're... We're going on a road trip with Goofy. It's a Goofy movie from 1995, <laughs> currently showing on Disney Plus, and it is. It's actually a, a a neat film. It's it's much better than one would expect. It's much more entertaining, even for adults. Um, and it's a so it's it's sort of a spinoff of the TV show Goof Troop, which is about Goofy and his son, um, Max. And in this, Max is in high school, and blah 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 things. They end up having to go on a, a road trip. Go on vacation, which Max does not want to go on, and so it deals with sort of the the uh, the conflict between a teenager and his dad, and and them finding you know respect for each other and understanding each other. It's also goofy, so they have like goofy shit going on, <laughs> and uh, it's even got some songs which are pretty fun. Hell, it even has a scene with a dancing corpse. You can't pass that up on uh, in a Disney film. Uh, it's really fun. It's on <laughs> Disney Plus. It's a goofy movie and uh, from 1995, and it's all about family. And Ooh. speaking of family, I'll pass this to Bill. Huh. But hey, before is, you is... do that, oh, oh, oh sorry. Yeah. I, before you do that, I just wanted to uh, uh, emphatically uh, second a goofy movie. I think it's a, <laughs> uh, it's a movie that's become, it was totally overlooked when it was released, and now it's become like a, a bit of a cult hit. I love this movie. I have fond memories. Uh, you know, I was like in my early teens uh, when this came out. My my siblings and I actually uh, story time here. This this uh, episode's going to run long, folks. Sorry. My, <laughs> my siblings and I love this movie when I was a kid, and I remember one summer we were determined to watch it every single day during summer vacation. <laughs> uh, I think we made it about six days in, and so we didn't actually <laughs> succeed. But uh, yeah, we're we're huge fans uh, to this day. My my sister. Still gets me goofy movie themed presents. So, Aww. Uh, Aww. Paul, Aww. I'm going to be singing along with you at the end of this episode. So, oh, good deal. Well, all right, yeah, sorry, and go, then, go ahead. Um, oh, oh, but oh, also, oh, also, oh. I just reminded me that that it also does have an appearance by our favorite cryptid, Bigfoot. So sure. there you go. Oh, wow. Bit of a spoiler, but there. That was a mm -hmm. sweet story. I, I was so sure it was going to end with you downloading lots of hentai involving uh, Goofy's wife, who is pretty hot for whatever she is. What, what are they supposed to be? Are they dogs? No. Well, obviously, you haven't seen a Goofy movie because uh, Goofy is a single father, and that's part of the uh, really? movie. Really? I yeah. guess I must have been thinking of some other Disney character. You, you must have been thinking of the hentai that you were downloading, yeah. I guess so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goofy is a dog, right? He was originally Dippy Dog. That was his name originally. Yes. And it's it's interesting to me that, you know, Goofy, he's not the smartest, you know, knife in the drawer. Obviously, he's Goofy, for God's sakes. But, you know, he's allowed to live a life and have a house and everything else. And Pluto, no no more a dog than Goofy is, is, is relegated to a doghouse in the backyard and can't think or speak or do much of anything, isn't allowed to wear pants. I mean, is that is that the whole thing? Pants? put on pants and then you know suddenly you're sentient <laughs> but no because i, I think you know they're, they're not pants. necessarily the same species go yeah. along the lines of say like a chimpanzee, like a chimpanzee. and there you go uh, jinx oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also okay let me say one more thing since we're so far off, sure. off topic yeah, uh if you if you love a goofy movie as much as i do 
refer back to uh, a show that I've literally mentioned or recommended three times on this podcast because the final season of Atlanta has an entire episode, <laughs> which is a faux documentary about the making of a goofy movie, and it is amazing. Really? That's oh, shit. I'll say. <laughs> yes. Yes. Watch it, Paul. It's amazing. That's great. All right. Okay. I swear to God, there was a hot, goofy, maybe she was in Goof Troop. I don't know. Am I wrong? Are you thinking about Clarabelle the, the, the cow? Oh, my Clarabelle? God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Clarabelle the cow? <laughs> was it, wasn't that? Okay. Stay oh. tuned for, for the end of this episode, folks. We are going to rank all of the characters in Goop Troop uh, based on bangability. So stay tuned oh, for that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the winner and still number one, Bugs Bunny in a dress. Yeah. So. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Many, many sexual awakenings from that one. Oh, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Go on. Please. Damn, He's actually had a number of different people. So his name, her name is, his, his wife's name was either Mrs. Geef or Mrs. Goof. But he's also been hooked up with Clarabelle the Clat Cow oh, and God. Glory Bee and Zenobia oh, and Sylvia Marple. Around. Oh. Yeah, he really does. So there you go. An April from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but boy. No, that was only the hentai you were watching, Bill. So. Uh, okay, all right. I figured that seemed like a strange crossover. <laughs> well, my theme is movies that my other podcast made me watch that I ha- otherwise would probably never have watched. And uh, the first one is Pigs, a.k.a. Daddy's Deadly Darling. But oh, don't put down oh, the God. pencil yet, because it has been re-released under more titles than any other film I've, I've ever had to deal with, including Daddy's Girl. The 13th Pig, Blood Pen, Horror Farm, Roadside Torture Chamber, The Killer, The Killers, Linhart, Linhart the Strange Love Exorcist, Linhart the Strange Exorcism of Linhart, and The Secret of Linhart. Yeah. Anyway, uh, most of the people know it as pigs, and from from the covers <laughs> and 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 this description and everything else about it, you think that this is some exploitation movie, kind of like Willard with pigs. And I still think that's a good idea. And you can certainly go make it because pigs is nothing like that. It is a kind of strange, almost <laughs> art film. Um, and it was it, it's it's got a kind of a cool story behind it. It stars uh, Mark Lawrence. Who, when you see him, he has been in every movie playing a gangster. He just has a face for gangsters. He has he has been a gangster to everyone from the Bowery Boys to I Love Lucy. I mean, you know, if you needed a gangster, you got Mark Lawrence. And um, then he was blacklisted during the McCarthy era and went off and made a bunch of, um, you know, European stuff, came back and made this, wrote and directed this film as a star vehicle for his daughter, Tony Lawrence. So, so he's in it. She's in it. They have a weird kind of father daughter relationship. It's and she's not bad. Jesse Vint is also in it. One of my favorites from that era. So she's an escaped lunatic, and she hooks up with this guy who's been feeding pigs corpses. And she's you know got a couple screws loose, and people die, and he feeds them to the pigs. But it's it's just an odd movie. Like you don't you're not really sure exactly where they were going with this. It's been edited and re-edited. There's at least one version out there that opens with an exorcism, AKA the strange exorcism of, you know, Lynn, whatever Lynn Hart. Um, th- th- you know, they open with an exorcism and then they just 
do the rest of the movie and we'll never speak of exorcism again. They did this a lot with movies. I don't know why this one film kept getting re-released with different titles and different edits. Looks like it was edited by a blind man wearing boxing gloves because you'll see a scene where a car will pull up and somebody gets out and they walk to the fence and then we immediately cut back to the car pulling in again and the person getting out again. It does this repeatedly. Like, they, I don't know, they were trying to pad the length or something? I don't know. Or they just didn't care. And yet, it's not bad. It's it's actually kind of okay. It's 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 good. It's just odd. It, it I, I don't know exactly where they were going with this or what, but it's it's one of those films that's better than it needs to be. It's got actually some good shots, some good cinematography, and then it's got some terrible cinematography. We can barely tell what's going on. It's like I don't know. Did you did you run out of money? Did you have to go with these reshoots? I would love to know the secret behind the making of this film. But anyway, it's on a bunch of things. It's on uh, Plex, I think is where I saw it. I don't see that it's on Tubi, but I can't imagine it's the one film that isn't. feels like it's fallen into the public domain. You could could (laughs) host a showing of it at your own house. Go right ahead. So that's uh, Pigs or Daddy's Deadly Darling or one of a dozen other names. And I will throw this over to a man who has but one name. Zach. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So I, I got a question before I launch into my first recommendation. Uh, I'm looking at the poster of this film, this pigs. And mm-hmm. the, the, well, first of all, oh, I one of fact, one of many posters. Yeah. 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 One of, well, one of many, it's the one on the, uh, the just watch website. And it, it has, first of all, I love, I love movies that have two taglines. Um, but I'm looking at the second <laughs> tagline, a madman, a psycho killer, and mean cannibal pigs all together in the scariest film you'll ever see. So do the pigs eat each other? No, you see, and, and I've always had a that protest about this, this whole thing. Yes, cannibal thank you. Pigs. It's like, uh, what, are you feeding them bacon? Just, just, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention something. When they opened this movie, it gave out free bacon. <clears throat> and Stop. they said most of well, most of the bacon was given back by people at the mm. end of the film because after they watched the film they're like do i really want to eat bacon from the people who made this movie <laughs> yeah okay i'm just saying uh man man eating pigs they should have just said man eating pigs okay sure. but i'm nitpicking <sighs> anyways uh let's get into my first recommendation and uh, this is one that most people have probably seen, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back because it's one that I, I feel like it doesn't get talked about a whole lot these days. But uh, you know, some of our listeners may not know. You guys definitely know. Some of our listeners may not know that um, I've got some serious memory problems. Um, <laughs> and these, these are not like like medical diagnosed problems. <laughs> I just have a really shitty memory. Um, so I thought that I would uh, do do a couple recommendations on the theme of memory. And so my first recommendation is a movie about a guy who has uh, such an awful memory that uh, he can actually only remember a few minutes in the past. Mm. Uh, This is a a film that kind of launched the career of a little filmmaker you may have heard of named uh, Chris Nolan. Uh, The name of the movie is Memento from 2000. It is playing on HBO Max, Hoopla, Canopy, and DirecTV. And for the five of you who haven't seen this movie or heard of it, uh, yeah, it's about a guy who is uh, trying to track down the man who killed his wife. Only uh, the, the catch is that he can only remember a few minutes in the past. So uh, he, he has to uh, go to great lengths to uh, kind of help uh, remember and assemble all of the clues that he's gathered so far to find this killer. 
And great cast. Uh, uh, the the star of the movie, Guy Pierce, uh, who somehow has kind of di- mis- uh, somehow has kind of disappeared. Uh, from I don't know. He he just never seemed to make it quite as big in Hollywood as I I would have expected. Uh, from mm-hmm. from movies like this. Uh, also got Carrie Ann Moss and uh, paired with the uh, also another Matrix actor Joe Pantaleano or Joey Pants as his friends call him. Uh, great cast. I love it so much. Uh, also got Stephen Tobolowsky in it uh, as uh, a very kind of interesting pivotal role. So if you haven't seen this one somehow, uh, recommend it. Uh, it once again HBO Max, Hoopla, Canopy, DirecTV. The m- movie is Memento. And uh, speaking of uh, classics that seem to have gotten uh, lost over the years. Uh, let's go to uh, wait, wait. <laughs> I've forgotten. Oh no, I'm, I'm no, I'm I'm sending it to Renee. It has to be nice. I was about to send it to Paul. To Paul, <laughs> right. see, see now, now people know how awful my uh, my memory is. Um, okay, Renee, cut all that out so people don't know that I'm actually uh, have the have the memory of a 90 year old. Uh, retake this. Okay. <laughs> retake, um, yeah, retake. Speaking, you can save that speaking, one for later. Yeah, thank you. Uh, speaking <laughs> of people who never made it in Hollywood like I think they deserve to, uh, Renee, what's your first pick this week? <laughs> Man, I tell you, my dreams have been dashed. <laughs> <laughs> so my first recommendation is written, directed, and starring one man, and that man is Josh Rubin. And you're probably thinking, mm-hmm. who is that? Well, if you watch this movie, you'll find out. This movie is called Scare Me, and it is available on Shudder. And during a power outage, a f- uh, two strangers, I was going to call them a couple friends. They're not friends. They're strangers. Um, they pass the time by telling each other scary stories. And so this movie is interesting. It's, so it's kind of got like an anthology feel because they're telling these different stories. It's just it's just interesting. I honestly, when we watched it, over the weekend, I couldn't quite decide how I felt about it, which I think is also part of the reason I'm recommending it because I'm just curious what mm. what other people, uh, yeah, what other people are going to think about it. Um, it was it was really interesting, um, but it was good, but interesting. It had just really I don't know. Could probably we'll probably elaborate maybe a little bit because um, I really have a hard time describing it, but it's pretty good. It's kind of all takes place in this cabin. Um, that they tell, you know, they tell these stories and the, the sound effects and stuff they use are really neat. Um, so, yeah, that's my recommendation. It's called Scare Me and it's available on Shudder. And, and Paul, you going to say anything? Oh, yeah, you, I thought you were going to pass it to me. I was waiting for you to pass it to me. Oh, I'll like, pass oh, yeah, it to you and then you can tell everyone else about <laughs> it. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think you covered it. I mean, it, it's, it's really kind of neat because it's something that could have been very stagey and kind of boring, but the way it's shot, the use of sound effects and even some interesting little visuals while they're telling these stories, keep it intriguing. And, and the cast is great. So, you know, and I definitely, I second it. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's well worth checking out. So, you know what else it's worth checking out? Well, I don't know about my second film. Maybe. Um, Cause my second film, you know what? It's all about family. <laughs> and, you know, you got this family that, that kind of isn't always on the right side of the law. And you got the, the head of the family who's bald and likes his wheels. Why, that's right. It's head of the family from 1996. Oh, my God. <laughs> from, from full moon. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I, I just want to say, this is actually a bit of a piece of trash. 
But Shelly's the one who told me that I was supposed to recommend this one today. No, she no, um, she did not. Yeah, she did. It is um it it is so Myron is the titular head of the family and he is the head titular. of the family. He's, yeah, titular. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He and he's the he is basically a giant head in a wheelchair and with this family of freaks and um oh my god, yeah. This is this is definitely one for the uh hashtag here come the boobies. Let me tell you, uh, very much so. Because I, I remember I had watched it like a long time ago, and then one of our Saturday nights, I, I got Renee and Shelly. I said, "Oh yeah, we should watch this." And then we were watching. I'm like, "Okay, I I don't remember this being this this porny." Okay, um, not really porn, but it's just it's definitely a very much a Here Comes the Boomies movie. Um, but it's it it it's fun in its weird sort of way. It's I can't say it's the greatest thing in the world, but it just kind of fit because it's all about family. Um, and you know. And you know what? My sister-in-law even got us a great little uh, figure of Myron, who's the head of the family <laughs> in his wheelchair, though, that we have on our, our bookcase in, in the living room. Aww. So, um, yeah, it is. It It's something. Let me tell you, it, it, is, it is something. What a great person to get you such great gifts. <laughs> yeah. That's it, awesome. I mean, the, the fun thing is the visuals, because, you know, it's, it's clearly a, a guy whose head is sitting in a little <laughs> tiny wheelchair. With little tiny puppet hands. Oh, for thank you, magic spoiler. Um, yeah. Oh, it's this. This movie is it's it's something. It's something to experience. Oh, where can you experience? You ask it. Hmm. So it's it's available on Shutter, Tubi, of course, and Voodoo Free. Why? That's Head of the Family from 1996. Um, and speaking of of huh. giant heads and wheelchairs, I'll yep. pass this to Bill. Yeah. Why? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I I solved the mystery. I was thinking of, and this just boggles my mind. I was thinking of Peg Pete, um, the, the one married to the bad guy, uh, uh, the wife of Peg Leg Pete from Goof Troop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had no idea what you were even referencing, um, but yeah, I, I knew what it was. Yeah. I knew what he's referencing. Okay. Yeah, come on. You know, I my mind doesn't wander very far afield. Once I got a question, I'm just like <laughs> a dog on a chew toy. I gotta like. This is my. This is the golden age of me. I swear to God, YouTube, Google was invented for me. For you, just like oh, I have a. In the old days, it was like I have a question, and all I've got is this encyclopedia from 1950 to to answer it. Wee wee wee. I'll just make sure. I, I do have to. I admit, Bill Pe, Peg Pete is. Uh, she's she's Pitching. pretty smoking. She's pretty smoking hot. Yeah, yeah. No taste in men, yeah. but isn't that always the way with the good-looking ones? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can I can actually true. vouch for that. Yes. Yeah, well, this is true. Yep. So my second film. Okay. So this is one that just sort of fell off my radar, and and I mean I was aware of it, of course, and and I it's been memed to death. Felt like I'd seen it, but I hadn't. It's from 1989, and you can find it on Pluto, Tubi, and Prime. It's Vampire's Kiss. Okay. Uh, Nicholas Cage in a subtle restrained performance is basically <laughs> the boss from hell. He's a lonely guy. His life revolves around money, nightclubs, one night stands. And then one night he's bitten by a vampire or is he? <laughs> and then he begins to transform into a creature of the night or does he? You will be riveted by the action or will you? Well, I can answer that question. No, this is a really... <laughs> slow going slog um there's not a lot of story there there's one likable character who is just 
miserably treated throughout this film to the point where you start getting angry about it. It's, it's, it's not that good. And yet it has the most insano performance by Nick Cage as yet captured on film. I have to add that because he's still making films and is fully capable <laughs> of, of coming up with another one. But this one, this is the one, if you're looking for unhinged Nicholas Cage, because, you know, this is when he was young and, and they let him get away with murder. Like he shows up for Peggy Sue gets married, I think, and is basically talking like pokey. In this one, he's got some weird fake English accent. I swear has been, you know, when he's talking, I'm like, oh, my God, that's what South Park is doing. That's, that's where they got that line. This, this movie, no one went to see this movie. Literally, no one went to see it. And yet I, I see allusions to it over and over again. And it, it, it's got that meme where he's just sort of looking at the, oh, you know, don't say, which he doesn't actually say in the movie, which is perfect, actually. It's even more made of that way. <laughs> um, he, was, he claims that he was basically doing Max Shrek. He was, you know, it's like he was Nosferatu. And, and, you know, back in those days in the silent films, they pretty much acted for the cheap seats. Well, he's, he's acting for people that are in a completely different theater. I, they're still able to enjoy this performance. It is absolutely nuts. I, I, you can't even pick the craziest thing. I'm sure if you went to YouTube and just typed in craziest parts from Vampire's Kiss, there'll be a 45-minute video. You know, they'll just have cut out all the parts without Nicolas Cage. He recites the alphabet. He jumps on tables. He runs down the street screaming, I'm a vampire. He, you know, accosts homeless people begging to be staked. It's absolute madness. Absolute madness. Um, so it's got that going for it. And, and although I didn't enjoy the experience while I was watching it last night, it has lingered, lingered in my brain since then. And, and I feel like I'm going to be watching this film again. I'll have to be doing it when Shauna's away somewhere, because if I put this one on again after last night, she will have me committed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I'll, she'll put up with this when I was like, but hon, I have a podcast. I got to do this. I'm like, yeah, but this time you're doing it, you're doing it for air quotes enjoyment. So, um, yeah, but you know what? In the right frame of mind, um, it's got a small but growing cult. It's, it's one of those things. And if you're, there's a, there's a really fascinating story somewhere on the web, the history, you know, the behind the scenes making it. And except for Nicolas Cage, this film ruined the lives of everyone associated with it. Bunch of young up and coming filmmakers. And, uh, after this film, nobody wanted to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, brutal, brutal. You know, it just, and, and they, they're still, they're still kind of shell shocked. I mean, it was 1989 and they're still like, I spent two years of my life making this film and all I got was Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. So there you go. It's on a, a 2B Prime Pluto and I will throw this over to another man known for his subtle wit. Back. Oh, thank you, Bill. Um, you know, it'd be fun. Well, so, exactly, by the way, it'd be very funny. I hope I'm not stepping on your joke here, but it'd be very funny if you just did another uh, review for the same film because you have such a bad memory. Yeah, yeah. You, you just fucked up my bet. Thank you. Sorry. Um, we can edit that out. <laughs> no, it's, it's way funnier. It's, it's way funnier that you, that you ruined it. <laughs> God. It's way funnier I am that awful. Way. I like it. If you did that to me, I would never forgive you. 
would go to my grave <laughs> resenting it. Oh, now I've been sitting here. I've been sitting here this whole time wondering, <laughs> is that funny? Probably not. It's probably just dumb. But no, so you made it way funnier. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so so I'll dispense with that. <laughs> I'll Sorry, dispense. man. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ooh. Okay, uh, I will. So yeah, I'll dispense for that bit and actually get into my second recommendation, <laughs> this week, uh, which is actually a, a show that I am really surprised that I have not recommended before. Uh, I don't know. Somehow I've overlooked this, even though the first season is like one of my favorite things ever. And I'm recommending it now because I'm actually kind of looking forward to the fourth season. Although this one's a bit of a bumpy ride, which I'll get into in a moment. But I kind of keep in with my theme of memory. Uh, the show I am going to recommend is True Detective. All right. So season one, I feel like most people have seen this or are familiar with this. Uh, but for those of you who are not, it is one of the greatest seasons of television ever filmed, ever committed to uh, to TV. It is. Uh, it, it does kind of play into the, the idea of memory because it is uh, two cops who... Uh, were involved in a, uh, a, a bit of a weird case uh, several decades prior, and they're kind of recounting uh, the things that happened uh, uh, in this case. And so we kind of go back and forth on on the timelines. And uh, the, the 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 cops are played just impeccably by Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. And this is a it starts out as kind of a police procedural. Uh, gets very weird. Uh, it it owes uh, some stuff to a an author that I don't even want to say the author because it might actually spoil it if you're not mm-hmm. kind of familiar with with this. So I'll uh, just look it up afterwards, and you can do some research uh, if if you like the ending. But uh, anyways, uh, first season, one of the greatest things ever. Uh, you can basically skip the second season. It is absolutely mm-hmm. not worth watching at all. Wow. And then the third season actually also uh, kind of connects to my uh, my my theme here because uh, it is about another cop who is kind of relating uh, a, a case that he was on uh, many years after the fact. Uh, the, the cop is played by uh, uh, Mahershal. God, I cannot pronounce his name. Mahershala Ali, uh, who is. Uh, Actually, watching this got me very excited for the upcoming Blade film because he's playing Blade. Hmm. Uh, and he's also, uh, conveniently enough, ooh, uh, paired with uh, Stephen Dorff is his, uh, his, uh, oh. his, his partner. Yeah. Wow. Uh, which, of course, you know from, from the first Blade. So anyways, <laughs> uh, but the, the, the twist is that uh, the main character, he is recounting something and he has Alzheimer's. So you're not quite sure if the things that he's recounting are uh, accurate or not. But... Uh, so, yeah, season three is still pretty good. Uh, like I said, you can probably skip season two, but season four is coming up. I'm very excited because it has none other than Jodie Foster playing one of the main wow. characters, which I don't know if she's ever done a, like a TV series. So mm-hmm. I think it might be a first. So I'm super excited. It could go either way, but uh, either way, I think I think it's, it's going to be worth checking out. So if you haven't checked out this show before, uh, definitely worth catching season one and season three, which I'll also uh, mention these are all totally unrelated. It's kind of an anthology series, but uh, season three, it like references the events of season one at one point. So they do kind of take place in the same universe. Again, don't watch season two. It's a waste of time. <laughs> wow. uh, so there you go. Pretty detective, uh, great show, uh, great cast of even, even the second season is shit, but it has a great cast. 
Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, you know, watch it now because I, I hope that season four is going to be phenomenal. And uh, speaking of things that are phenomenal, let's go over to Renee for the final recommendation this week. Oh, I love getting oh. segued to me. It's so nice. <laughs> See, I remember, I remember not to be mean that time. <laughs> uh, so this is a movie when I came across it, it's, you know, one every so often I think I see a movie and I'm like, how have I not, how have I not recommended this? How did I forget this movie existed? It's kind of what this movie is. This movie is called dead end. It stars Ray wise and Lynn Shay and a few other people, but primarily Ray wise is like the main, the main guy. So they are on the way to, the parents' house. Uh, he is uh, the Ray Wise and Lynch are married, so it's her mother or her parents' house. So it's the in-laws, and he's driving the whole family there. And he decides to take a shortcut for the very first time in about twenty years. And unfortunately, it mm-hmm. t- ended up being a big mistake. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was you know fun and goofy and kind of made me think of um, of a Twilight Zone episode from way back. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. It's called Dead End. And uh, you can watch it on Tubi and Plex and Freebie and some other places that I wrote down that I don't have with me. So I'll tell you at the end. <laughs> and I, I can actually, uh, not to interrupt, but I can actually tell people because I totally forgot. Uh, True Detective, oh. for those of you who don't know, is on HBO Max. Yes. I feel like we've all been skipping out on our oh, yeah. where people mm-hmm. can watch things but that's yeah. okay. when you said that's dead right. end i briefly got excited <laughs> because there is a legendary possibly lost possibly never existed our film <gasps> called dead end that oh. people who worked on it have been searching for a copy since apparently nobody thought to keep one oh no Which immediately sounds sketchy to me but then i realized if you said i'm holding a gun to your head and you have 10 minutes to go find copy of a few brains more it's like just shoot me get, get the pain over with i have one somewhere you know i know i'm waiting for it oh you are aren't you <laughs> Need to- see when you said dead end i was thinking of the humphrey bogart movie oh <laughs> the thing about this film is that the dead end kids came from and then the oh, dead end kids became the bowery that's Boys, right so. that's right the um yeah. the film i'm sure is terrible but it's kind of infamous that they used real blood <gasps> and everyone got sick Oh, gosh. It's just wonderful. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, um, you know who was, who else was in Dead End? Uh, who else? Steve, was in Steve Valentine. And you know what Steve Valentine was in? Crossing was Jordan. <laughs> you know who was in Crossing Jordan? No, who's in Crossing Jordan? <laughs> Miguel Ferrer. And you know what Miguel oh. Ferrer and Ray Wise were in together? Oh, uh, no. What were they in together? The greatest yeah. shows ever. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and um, Twin Peaks <laughs> oh, and RoboCop. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Huh. There that, you go. They, did, they did a Twin Peaks and RoboCop movie TV show. Yeah, it's a really like a crossover? weird crossover. It is. Yeah. Oh wow! It starts out I with uh, Dale Cooper being like, "Diane, I'm in Detroit. It <laughs> smells of garbage and burning refuse here. I don't know how much more I can take it. I long for the smell of pines and fresh coffee." <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> There you go. Great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um, I heard I heard you guys have something to sing us out on. I think we're gonna do it. Um, I here. do. Unfortunately, I'm I'm gonna disappoint Zach because I cannot oh, no. do Powerline. I just I I'm no. uh, I'm sure you're gonna want me to sing the the song from Powerline. I can't. Absolutely. But I was gonna I was gonna do On the Open Road, which is the oh. one where the the dancing corpse shows up. So 
Okay. Um, well, take it away. So. And and okay. stick around after Paul, uh, after after Renee gives the recommendations, I will do a rendition of uh, probably eye to eye, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, no, go for it. But yeah. So no, you go first. You go first. Okay, okay. Do you need a break from modern living? Do you long to shed your weary load? Somebody once told me the world was gonna run me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She's looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb with the shape of a nail on her forehead. Wow. There you go. That's actually been stuck in my head for like the past week or two. Hmm. Just to let you know, in Goofy's voice. Wow. Somehow, somehow you took a bit that you've been doing for two years and you made it even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. For the weekend of February 24th, Bill recommended pigs or Daddy's Deadly Darlings, available on Plex or Cult Picks, and Vampire's Kiss, available on Tubi, Pluto TV, Canopy, and Redbox. Paul recommended a Goofy movie, available on Disney+, and Head of the Family, available on Shudder, Tubi, Aeroplayer, and Voodoo Free. I recommended Scare Me, available on Shudder and Tubi, and Dead End, available on Tubi. Zachary recommended Memento, Available on HBO Max, Hoopla, Canopy, and DirecTV. And True Detective, Seasons 1 and 3. Available on HBO Max. Alright, go ahead, go for it, Powerline. Oh, God. <clears throat> Alright. If I could make you stop and take a look at me instead of just walking by. There's nothing that I wouldn't do if, if it was getting you to notice. I'm... All I need is half a chance, a second thought, a second glance to prove I got whatever it takes. It's a piece of cake. Mm. To stand out above the crowd, even if I got a shout out loud. Mine is the only face you'll see Gonna stand out Notice me Okay, there you go I'm done I'm done Oh, so glorious Oh, I love it So you notice me